0: The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hi everyone, Kimberly Falker here, the founder and CEO of the Premier Dance Network, the only podcast network dedicated solely to the world of dance. And thank you for joining us here at The Whole Dancer with host Jess Spinner. But before we get started with today's episode, I'd like to take a moment and share a word from our sponsor. Body Wrappers Angela Luzio is happy to be the proud sponsor of the Premiere Dance Network. Body Wrappers Angela Luzio is known for its fine total stretch tights and Angela Luzio shoes. Tyler Peck, principal dancer with the New York City Ballet, is its spokesperson and designer of Tyler Peck designs for Premiere. It takes a dancer who wears a leotard all day to know what is best in a leotard. So Tyler's beautiful original leotard designs fit perfectly, are ideal for class, rehearsal, or performance, and move well with the body won't ride up in the back. Body Wrappers makes additional apparel for all types of dance that includes ballet, jazz, modern, lyrical, hip hop, tap, team, liturgical, performance wear for competition and recital, as well as Angela Luzio shoes. You may view all the products at www.bodywrappers.com or to purchase Tyler Peck designs by Body Wrappers, go to dancewearcorner.com or your favorite online dance apparel retailer for all their products.
1: Hi dancers, Jess here. Welcome back to The Whole Dancer. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today we're discussing one of those big questions. Should you be weighing yourself? It's one of those things that comes up if you have weight loss goals or sometimes even if you just are concerned with maintaining your current physique. It's easy to think a lot about the number, the value of the number, and think about how we relate to the number in terms of our bodies, how we look in our dancing. However, I would encourage you not to weigh yourself. There are just too many fluctuations with that weight. And, you know, you might have a scale that is not fully reliable, that sort of like changes day to day. And our bodies change each day based on hormonal fluctuations, based on water weight fluctuations, sometimes even based on what you had for dinner the night before. If you're weighing yourself first thing in the morning, it can be impacted by your eating patterns the day before. It can be impacted by whether or not you went to the bathroom the day before. That's gonna impact your weight for sure. So there are just so many things that can impact this number and for those reasons, it can be way discouraging if you feel like you have been following a specific eating plan or something that you think was going to help you reach your body goals more quickly and if you're not seeing those results in the numbers. It's very easy to get caught up in that. When you've got body goals, it's the kind of thing that you want to be able to track in some way. So you might try to fall to the scale or you might try and think of another way. So let's talk about some ways that you can kind of track progress without relying on the scale or worrying about reaching a certain number. You can pay attention to how your clothes fit. And I mean, for dancers, you might even notice a change in how a leotard fits or how your tights fit or a skirt or things like that. But I mean, also see if there's a pair of jeans that you tend to see, you know, notice differences in how they fit or um, another article of clothing, whatever it might be. R- remember with that as well, you know, if you put your jeans in the dryer, they're going to get a little tighter again. So you have to stay aware of those things. And again, it's not, shouldn't be the end all be all. But that is one thing you can consider doing. If you are using how your clothes fit as a measure of progress, I would definitely encourage you not to do it every single day. And like I said, maybe keep it consistently like this one pair of pants that you don't actually wear that often or you don't wash and dry that often so that they are staying a consistent size. And you'll actually then be able to notice if there is a difference in how they're fitting your body. Measurements are another way, Um, but with this, once more, I don't want you to be taking out a tape measure and putting it around your waist every single day because you're not going to notice a difference that way. It's got to be more the kind of thing like you do it one day and then a month later you check in and see if there's a difference. The hard thing with that is that, you know, if you're measuring your thigh, your thigh is like this large, you have to consider where exactly you place the tape measure. So it's not an exact science there either. But if there is a way that you feel like you can do it somewhat reliably, and it's going to help you to track progress, then that might be a way to go. Whatever you do, Whatever method you choose to use to track your progress, the number one thing I want you to remember is not to be obsessive because we get a little, it's easy to get a little caught up in wanting your thighs to be smaller or wanting your stomach to be flatter or, you know, whatever that desire in your body might be where we would all be served by focusing instead on how do you feel when you're dancing? Think about your energy, your stamina, the emotion that you feel when you're in class or rehearsal or on stage. So are you feeling joyful? Do you feel stressed? Are you getting obsessed with what you see in the mirror? And notice those things. And then instead of saying, okay, the problem is with me, the problem is with how I look, ask yourself how you can change the way that you think about it. So instead of going into the studio and seeing your flaws when you look in the mirror, commit to picking out things that are improving, commit to focusing on what's going well. And a big thing with that idea that can help you to actually put it into practice is to notice what you think about when you look around the studio at other dancers. Are you looking around critiquing your friends or critiquing the other dancers in the room? Or are you looking around and saying, wow, like she does that really well, or, the way that she did that step was really beautiful or the fluidity of her movement. Are you picking out positives or are you focusing on negatives when you look around and look at other people? Because oftentimes when that's our practice in ourselves and looking at ourselves harshly, we do project that onto everyone else as well. So it takes a reframing of the whole view of yourself, the dancers around you, how you are perceiving people's ability and your own, that's going to impact how you feel about yourself as a dancer and how you feel about yourself and your progress. It's so very important to not obsess about the number. We get a little bit caught up in that, and that's a good reason to avoid scales. I do think if you do decide to weigh yourself, that You need to do it at a consistent time of day, and also I would say not every day, maybe twice a month, maybe once a month. And sure, you can record that and notice differences. I, when I was dancing and was obsessing about weight for many years, was weighing myself numerous times a day, which is counterproductive and tears you down and you know obviously my weight was being impacted by what i had eaten so it would fluctuate throughout the day and i you know i don't know what i thought was going to happen but i guess i really wanted the number to be lower as the day went on or something and that definitely was never the case so when i was weighing myself obsessively it uh was tearing me down and it was making me feel badly about myself and my progress and my abilities as a dancer so eventually I stopped doing that. I definitely went through phases of t- or periods of time where I did not weigh myself at all. And now I will tell you that I weigh myself probably once or twice a month and I do record it. And then I just watch it with interest and look at patterns. Like I don't ever look at the number and tear myself down because of it or devalue myself because the number has gone up or down. So that's a, a place that took me a very long time to get to. And, you know, once you get there, I think it's fine to use a scale if you find it reliable. And, you know, for me, it's mostly a matter of seeing that I am not, you know, seeing changes in weight that are unexpected. My weight stays pretty consistent these days. Uh, It only varies by a few pounds most of the time. And I also know like right before my period that I will be more bloated and I will experience a somewhat higher number, even if it's only by a couple of pounds. So I'm aware of those things and I just use it as like sort of a measure and just to make sure that I'm not getting totally off track with anything. But like I said, it took me a while to get here. So if you're not there yet, I would say give yourself some time totally away from the scale. Focus on picking out good food, healthy food, fueling yourself well. If you need help with that, keep in mind the Dancer's Best Body program will reopen this month, January 2018, later on in the month. Reach out to me if you have questions about that or just head over to thewholedancer.com and check it out. And also, if you have not yet claimed the free cheat sheet, 50 Tips to Help You Reach Your Personal Best Dancer's Body, or it's actually 50 Tips to Help You Get Back in Dancing Shape, but those two things kind of go together in my world, uh, be sure to head over to The Whole Dancer and pick that up as well. I'll link to it below and in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have any thoughts on the scale or weighing yourself or you totally disagree with me and you think that weighing yourself is like totally valid and people should do it more often, please share. I'd love to hear from you and um, have a great rest of your day. I'll be in touch.